Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club's 200th episode. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how much longer it's going to go, but that's, you know, if you're here, I congrats. And also maybe consider getting a hobby. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you're here, you're a family. Because it's all about family. We're going to start driving really car, really speedy cars very angrily. But they're going to be cars built and designed in Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Because after Tokyo Drift, the whole franchise went down down the drain. Oh, uh, oh we are well, having words after this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. No, no, no. You're talking about the Fast and Furious. We're talking about speed and angrily. Speed uh, and angrily. Oh. Yeah. It's legally distinct. Uh, so we didn't get Tokyo Fury. Drift. Uh, we got uh, we got Japanese crime. <laughs> All right, great. So in a lot of directions already. Yeah, uh, this two hundredth episode, hooray! Uh, I guess tune in to a different podcast for an extended look at people's opinions on the Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise, but not this one. This is not no. what that podcast is. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 hours of D and D content. Wow, that's weird. Um, joining me here today, we have Daniel, and I've had the pleasure of playing uh, Ched Fleek, and I think that we've reached this point because of a brilliant confluence of skill and purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that must be it. And I'm Kahol. I played Desmond, and I already know what's going to happen. Or do I? Let's find out. <laughs> I'm yep. Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and surprisingly, still play Leolin, even after recent <laughs> events. Uh, Waffle playing Tarjex Heiko since September 10th, 2018. Uh, when we started this, I think everybody was a different person living at a different time, and it's yeah. been great to have all of you, both the players and the listeners, on this wild ride. What what a different time it was when we began this journey. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast, podcast survived pre-COVID. Yeah, survived yeah. a global <laughs> pandemic. Wild. It's old enough to go to preschool. Thanks for <laughs> that. It's almost old enough to go to kindergarten. Yep. Terrible. It's almost as old as my dog. It's almost as old as some people's kids. Yep. Whew. And when those children grow up, they will have over 200 episodes <laughs> worth of content to enjoy. <laughs> including today's banger. Let's go! Um, before we get started, we do have some fan mail that I was supposed to read last week, but... Ended up in our uh, spam folder somehow, which I am now checking to make sure that more oh. fan mail hasn't arrived there. Um, it just uh, seems fitting to have it on the 200th episode, though. Yeah. Uh, pro tip to listeners, if you are sending in fan mail, uh, we do automatically screen out all emails that offer wizard staff enlargement pills. So please do not include that in your messages. It will get spam filtered. Please, yes. please do And we're that. not looking to donate to Juxian Princes. Please do <laughs> include that in your emails. I'm, I'm looking for wizard staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think we have any any fan mail in the spam folder this week, except for maybe this one that's uh, subject line is important message, treat as urgent. Um, and the little little text that uh, Gmail shows me, it says, Hello, my dear, I know it will be a, a great surprise reading from me today, but consider this a divine dot dot dot. And I'm <laughs> very intrigued. Oh my god. Uh, anyway... Aquila? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh so we this this fan mail uh is associated with um what was the episode? The one before what became of Leyland Hill Creek. So I think mm. two ago. Episode one ninety five or trick. a card trick, I think. Yeah, the one where Leyland got stabbed. Yeah. So, yes. uh, and the subject line, this is this is from Kelly. The subject line is rude, and then the text is rudest cliffhanger ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I, I, I agree with that, actually. I'm, I'm so. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty bullshit on the player end, too. Yeah, bullshit on player, bullshit on Desmond. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, so but that's our we fan all mail. made it out. Did you? So, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers if for this some reason the re- from 195 yeah. to 200. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Your podcast app isn't working. Go back. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's our fan mail. Uh, Kelly, we apologize. I don't. I don't actually. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I live for making people go... Oh, come on. You're stopping there. Uh, so who wants to recap what happened last time on the Alchemist Club? Well, we chatted up. Oh, no. That, that was two episodes ago. Um, we gave Ingloria the bad news, and she was pretty depressed about it. Sorry and... about your evil brother. Yeah. And now we... what to do next. Yeah. Talked uh, briefly to uh, what's her name that hates us, uh, Valante. Yeah. Uh huh. And gave her the the lowdown on what's up. We, and... we talked about what to do with Desmond. Yep. Or not to do. Yep. And made our way to Dine Gaia. Yes. Did we get there, or is that no. when we no, were that, okay? That... That's when we just suddenly ended up on the... I had just the... thrown the engines to full, and then we blinked out of existence. Just and... us, not the ship. Right. Just, yeah. So the ship, I assume, is on a collision course with Dying Gaia three days from <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because we had talked about one of two ways to potentially figure out what to do with Desmond. Either yeah. having him talk to the Myconids or finding the... Um, Countess of Spiders again, so... Yeah. Well, when this snap gets reversed and we're all suspended several hundred feet above the air... Um... <laughs> That's the one, like, one of the few situations for which the party is 100% prepared for. <laughs> Completely oh, yeah. adequately <laughs> equipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, so we find ourselves in the Astral Sea. You find yourselves in the Astral Sea. Uh, standing beneath a stunning panorama of stars and nebulae in various uh, colors and um, levels of swirliness, standing <laughs> on a crystal platform suspended in the void. And Chad uh, waves his hand. And look at Desmond and go, "What'd you do? Uh, I did everything we needed to do." God damn it, mm-hmm. Desmond. <laughs> Does this sure feel you knew softer this was coming than before? To. Does what feel softer than before? The uh, the sea. Is this is this softer now? I feel like I don't. I don't think you had tremor since last time, so it you was, might be feeling. It was harder water, I think, before. It's much softer now. Yes. Like they add, like they added something Toady, to it. Yeah, yeah. Tony's been softening the astral sea <laughs> for some time. Weird. Okay then. <laughs> In preparation for the great cosmic laundry cycle. Yeah. That's that's the... Uh, it, you don't have a Big Bang in D&D cosmology. It's the... The over-deity puts the entire universe on... Uh, <laughs> colored fabrics. Um, I look around. Is there any... I say landmark in heavy sets of quotation marks because it's the Astral Sea. Is there anything around that I would recognize? Yeah, does any of this look familiar? Or does it look like we're probably in like a new part of it that that we really recognized any of it before? But uh, make perception checks if you if you so please. If you oh, desire. I so please. I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> I look out and I go, my god, it's full of stars! They should have sent a poet! <laughs> uh, I rolled a 17, so a little bit better. <laughs> uh, you don't spot anything familiar. Um, granted, the last time you were here was a long time ago. Um... And you it spent... feels like it's been years. I right, 
right? Um, the nebulae look different. There, there are different colors. Whatever massive thing that was moving through space very far away uh, is absent. Uh, you're not sure if you're in a different part of the astral sea or if, um, like, the landmarks themselves have moved away or what. Um, you're just kind of situated on your on your little crystal platform, suspended in space. I'm trying to remember some things about last time we were here. Wasn't there like an infinitely large shark or being of some kind on the distant horizon of the astral sea moving yeah. endlessly and imperceptibly towards us? Yes. I don't think it was It wasn't oh, moving towards you per yeah. se. No. It was just moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's best to say I didn't think it was like that was not the thing that was our imminent doom that we had to you know, get um, Yetus, Yetus, Ellipticus. Uh, no, I meant more on, like, a cosmic scale of imminent doom. Oh, okay. Like, eventually I mean, it will eat the universe. Maybe. Nobody's My, ever gotten Mary that far out. There? No. There there were other things that were attacking us, though. Yeah, there was, the, like, to... small guys. Yeah, small mm -hmm. guys. You don't see any small they guys. They were problem enough that we were just, like, whelp. <sighs> Desmond, what are you waiting for? <sighs> I pulled out a seashell. Oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go yet. I want to see what. No, oh no no no, what? Desmond. I meant get out your boat. I don't keep it with me. It's yeah. He he keeps it on Teliferous, Remember. Ah! <laughs> what is the point desk. of having a ship in a bottle if you do not it take it with you because it's portable? <laughs> oh, you. You, <laughs> me. I, I, I start walking. <laughs> Does the platform work like last time, where yeah. I can make yeah. new ones by walking? Okay, absolutely. I immediately start flying so that it doesn't do that. <laughs> uh, whenever, like wherever you stop moving, like when you achieve a new height, a crystal platform appears under your feet. Can I make them sideways? I don't remember if we discussed this last time. Where, like, if I'm oriented different from the horizon does it make a platform sideways uh it does if you are not currently standing on a platform okay i'm uh i'm just making platforms as we walk i'm having fun i'm making like a little helix pattern you know what that's fair <laughs> all right gang let's talk shop um Last time we were here, we just kind of bumbled around for a little bit, and then we met Toadie, and then we got a dinghy, and then uh, we encountered a kraken of some kind. It was good times, wasn't it? Says a voice yeah. from your shoulder. And I look at my shoulder. <laughs> uh, there's nothing there. Instead, I everybody look at my else. Other shoulder. <laughs> uh, Toadie, you see that you see that Toadie is perched on top of Terrajux's head. Nice. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Hi. I immediately start rummaging around in my pockets for something to give to Toady. <laughs> I thought I would bring you back, uh, catch up a little bit, have, you know, a little a little spot of tea, he says, and uh, bubbles rise up out of the crystal containing teacups full of presumably tea, probably. Oh. Um, in front of each one, of you. This is one being that I do accept tea from. <laughs> wow. It's not even that Toadie is trustworthy. It's that if Toadie wanted to obliterate us, we would already be obliterated. Yeah. It, oh, it yeah. Wouldn't, he wouldn't need to just poison us. Yeah, to, like... <laughs> Poison would be such a tacky way to do it. <laughs> I graciously take the tea, and I bow low, being sure to keep my head tilted back and level such that toady need not be disturbed oh he stays so, at a fixed point when you bow oh excellent so you you brought us here i did i did yes it's very important i think that we have a little a little catch-up um okay. you know now that you've accomplished some more deeds you've kind of grown more into yourselves or into other people as the case may be Oh my goodness! Yes, you are. You have done quite quite a bit since the last time we spoke. 
um, and he drifts without any actual perceptible movement into the center of the group. So, tell me all about your most recent adventure. I think you learned some very valuable pieces of information. Well, I mean, we learned definitively that the true church sucks and is everywhere, which we kind of had a hunch on both of those, but at least we have definitive proof now in the form of a shaky cam recording. They seem that they are in direct service of the gods. So they claim. And, yes. Well, uh, hmm. I don't know. It seemed pretty, pretty, pretty specific to me, wouldn't, wouldn't you... Could you verify they, that for us, Cody? They said or? they are in direct control of the proxies, and the proxies claim to be getting their info from the gods. But the proxies could very well just be, you know, rolling dice behind a screen to decide what happens, as absurd huh. as that would be. No, I, I think yeah, that's rather cool, more huh? appropriate to you individuals, he says. <laughs> what? And Cody. he, uh, I mean, he, ridiculous. He I only play with cards. He yeah. hops once. The I, I <laughs> he hops once, uh, and a wall appears under him, and he hops twice a third time, and he stops <laughs> on the fourth wall. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my point being that we haven't, and we won't be able to until we kill them, definitively proven that the proxies are working for the gods. Oh, well. I mean, given what what else the gods are up to that we saw in the. Uh... The uh, tomb of the gods, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the gods suck, but like it—it it seems. You're right. It is more likely than not. Isn't it just know. says says Toadie, and he you he starts like his body is rotating in three different sections at three different speeds, so <laughs> like his torso is just kind of spinning in place, and his head is rotating. It's it's hard to look at. Um, <laughs> he says, I I can provide some clarification on that. The true church is, in fact, a true church. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Hang on. <laughs> Do they... I mean... Yeah, they worship the gods, but I guess it's like if you're getting your orders from somebody tangible i guess they're just kind of like the proxies or the pope or i guess whatever the pope equivalent in D D is proxies yeah it's very circular um uh yeah i mean I, they seem like they're proxy they seem like they're really believing it but also they suck so in order to become a proxy one must open oneself entirely to the will of your associated deity I already did that. Did you, though? And he floats over through your head and comes out the other side with your brain. Oh, no. <laughs> Desmond, you got to take better care of that thing. <laughs> it's a lot smoother than I remember. <laughs> it's got a fine layer of dust bunnies. <laughs> um, and uh, kind of oh, gestures to... Uh, what looks like a, a, a massive scar tissue in the shape of a spider. It says, hmm, looks like there's quite a bit of you that's closed off, actually. You should probably see somebody about that. That's what I've been saying. And that person closed it off, and so we've not been too happy about that, especially recent events, as me kind of questioning whose side he's really on. Or at least this version. side. Obviously. Yeah, and that's what kind of worries me, especially the more information we get about Aquila's intentions. So Only the best. Only the best, yes. Toady. Help us out here. (laughs) Help out with what, precisely? And he, like, kicks Desmond's brain back into his head. (laughs) I'm... The, you'll have to be more specific. I could help you. I You have tea. That's a great help. Oh, it's a fantastic it's, help. Yes. yes thank you for the tea. have our old Desmond back for just even a minute to talk to. Like, you can put this one back, but 
if that even that Desmond could come back just even for a, a few minutes to know full knowledge of the situation to see if he would have still made the choices he did to whatever cho- whatever he did. Hmm, that's well, I suppose for hmm three questions. You'll be able to ask him three questions. No more. Don't fuck this up, Leyland. No less. <laughs> this is And nobody else ask anything. <laughs> yeah. This this is you, Leyland. You got this. Oh god. Uh and Toady returns to the center of the the group and his three individual segments line up with an audible click um and he does the frog tongue thing where he's just like and it sticks to desmond and then when he retracts it an ethereal spectral version of desmond is pulled out attached to the tongue interesting uh and now there are two desmonds it's his astral body no, 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 no. That's oh, this no. one. And he does it again, and a third Desmond <laughs> appears. <laughs> with a, a shining silver cord attached to the back. Right. Like the belly button, obviously. Yeah. Okay. This is not me asking the questions, just in general. Does he, like, instantly know, like, everything that has occurred... Or do I need to like summarize that? I first? imagine it would. It, he wouldn't have the the memories that Desmond the Divine has. Captain Desmond would still be like that entity before he made that decision. Yes. So, all right, uh, Captain Desmond. Yes, that's my name. Oh, Leland. <laughs> One, says Toadie. Well, no, my... Damn it. Yup. <laughs> Toadie rotates right. 180 degrees upside down and says, Be careful! Okay, so... Give him a brief summary of our most recent excursion. So, for, you know, while you've been gone, we've been learning a bit more about the true church and who you who you serve and made whatever deal you did to uh bring yourself closer to aquila and everything and well you're uh let's just say the new you has made a lot of decisions that us questioning the loyalty of yourself and whatever they truly intend especially with this new knowledge of aquila and aquila's alignment with the true church and that the true church is also serving aquila and with and my question is captain knowing all of that you still happy that you've made the decision to give yourself over to to her than the way you have. I haven't given myself over. I did this to protect all of you. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, good, no. Okay. Because he was going to become the proxy? I don't know. We've got What's one more. So yeah. everybody be real careful here because we need to get as much out of it as possible. <laughs> yeah, this is out of character. This is it. Yeah. This is the final boss fight of the Alchemist Club. No, they no, have to ask a good time. question. I'm so bad at asking questions. I'll give well, you a little more on the second one. We can... If you want. So don't, so don't follow up or follow up, guys. <laughs> um, that feels like it needs a right? follow up. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what how to phrase it to follow up to get the most out of that. I I think I'll I can give it a go. All right. If nobody else wants to. Go for it. Captain Desmond. What is the nature of the threat you are protecting us from and the countermeasures that you took and why are those effective? Like what 
Why who, was that necessary to protect us? That was who, three when, questions. Where, why, and how? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can answer it in one answer, though. Cody I am here. Cody didn't say no compound questions. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but I can misinterpret my own rules just as well as you can. Fine. What is the nature of the threat that you are protecting us against? Myself. I left you in a better hands than what a old, decrepit captain could have possibly have been to used to a party of such as yourselves. I took my selfishness and my inadequacies, and I put them in a, I put them into like a barrel, and I gave it to somebody else. What's left is the best piece of me, and I would hope that you would understand my decision that. I, there were some things I just couldn't live with, and instead of taking those actions and facing them, I ran away. Um, this was the best I could do for you, because in the, in the state I was in, we would have already died. A million times. Okay. Damn. The vine just got me killed, so... So no, so no like, okay... So it wasn't for some greater Aquilan purpose. It was to protect us, Varys, yeah. because he's because he's got he he's self-esteem, yeah, self-esteem yeah. issues. He's got performance anxiety as an adventurer. Hey, this like, whole oh, thing this, could have been avoided if you me. all invented therapy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Look, 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 look! And I, I place a hand through Spectral Desmond. Look, I, I'm not going to let anybody judge Desmond outright for that decision, uh, least of all myself, because I, we have all been running from things, me more than any of us, I'm sure, but we have all fled from problems in the past that perhaps we should have faced, and perhaps our lives would be very different if we had, but here we are now, so... The question is, for all of us, and not for Spectral Desmond, Toady, because I know we already got three, when are we going to stop running? And once we do, how are we going to start walking back towards our problem and dealing with it? Because hmm. for me, it's a giant airship hanging over Jux, casting its malevolent shadow over everything I've ever known. And... We're walking back towards that thing, and one day we are going to rip it out of the sky. But there's a lot of other stuff that, you know, maybe still we're not we're not quite ready to stop the the brisk jog away from. Your son is going to come looking for you one day. What are you going to do when he shows up and this current you doesn't even recognize his face? That's silence. Desmond, Captain Desmond fades fades away. Three questions were asked and three questions were answered. <clears throat> and Tony lets the silence hang in the air for a moment, and then he, like, twangs his tongue and Astral Desmond also slurps back into regular Desmond. He's like, well, <laughs> seems like you have a lot to think about, huh? Always, Toadie. Always. That's good. Thinking is good for your mental health. Except when you have been infected by a mind virus. Then you shouldn't think at all. Part of what we have, though? No, you have a very different disease. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, you might want to get your wisdom teeth out. (laughs) My what now? (laughs) What are teeth? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's okay, there, there are teeth are... that are directly related to wisdom? Yes, they're right next to the intelligence teeth. Oh, no. I look over at Tony while eating a raw turnip. I'm like, I've never had any issues with that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we invent processed sugars, oh, yeah, we're done. But for now, all my food is hard as a rock. <laughs> you a question or are we limited as there as well? oh you could talk to me as much as you want i'm delighted i'm delighted to chat to my favorite little party of adventurers in this particular location at this exact time the subdirectors we met 
Uh-huh. They had some similarities to us, but especially a couple of them. Were they other versions of us, or were they just other beings that had been experimented on like us? Tony chosen by the gods like us. Tony flattens out into a depiction of the Great Wheel with frog eyes on the top. <laughs> uh, and he says, this is what your multiverse looks like. Here it is. Here's the prime material. And it, like, glows purple. Uh, and then he splits into an infinite number of Toadies string, string, strung along in either direction as far as the eye can see. He says, there are lots of these. None of them have bled over into the others as yet. And he collapses back into a single uh, Great Wheel toady, which then uh, reshapes itself into his familiar form. So, no, they can't be other versions of yourselves, because other versions of you don't exist in this universe. Yeah. And also, they, they weren't that similar to us. Or is it okay? What what if we went and found other versions of ourselves? Oh, then you would be the first people in the history of every multiverse to ever cross between two versions of the prime material, and that gets a prize. And he holds up a gold star sticker. <laughs> oh, I want it. <laughs> so, Tony, you're always watching. The multiverse, or specific people in the multiverse? Us, clearly. Uh, 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 he says, uh, and stretches an arm fully five feet to press a finger against your beak. <laughs> can't can't answer questions about my job. Strictly off topic. Well, I didn't know that was he, puts, job. he puts the finger in your beak. <laughs> I found out it wasn't Bob. Uh, Sorry. Retracts, retracts the arm. But you're watching me. Us, right? Of course. You're standing right okay. in front of me. It would be difficult not to. What Tony's makes always watching, you, guys. What makes you interested in us specifically? Well, you're just very interesting people, wouldn't you say? Or unpeople, as the case may be. And he winks. What? What? Great. What's on people, Toady? <laughs> people who aren't not of people, course. obviously. Because we. Just what? Referring to the right. stuff. Don't worry about it. Yes, but does that mean we are ceasing to be? We are unbecoming. <laughs> Do you have any tingling sensations in your extremities? Sinus headaches, uh, yes. brief cessation of existence for yes. periods of time. Yeah, it's allergy season. Vivid it's hallucinations. Oh, sleep, of course. Silly, I forget, mortals. <laughs> Just checks every box when he goes to, for his yearly yeah. check. Exam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm on every medication. <laughs> but... Yes, I I do take an interest in you because you are interesting people. You have profound impacts on the. Oh, uh, how do I want to put this in a term you can understand? Fabric of reality, for yeah, this particular work. version of your of your cosmology. Yeah. We're the needles oh. and the thread. Something like that. Or rocks in a calm pond. Where oh. you step, there are ripples. And he turns into a droplet of water hitting a pond and ripples. And the effect is... Ooh, there. I love water metaphors. It's It looks very silly. Imagine a, fr a pancake that has frog eyes and is just, like, wobbling in midair. <laughs> Uh, and he snaps back to his usual form. So, to answer the question you originally asked me, no, they're not other versions of you, but they have undergone 
a similar process to you. Who? If not other versions of us. The subdirectors. The, the subdirectors? Okay. Just, just randos, yeah. Okay. That's weird. So there's no I other... Heard. There are no other versions of us in we, any other universe. There are. He just said there are. We would just have to, go to other to the other planes. Yeah, I'm not suggesting we go to another prime material. But I was. I think okay. it'd be fun to visit. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Don't you wonder if in another one we haven't been no. infected by the hatchling? We have because that's been... not me. That's not my world. I can't live there. I can't be that Ched. I have to be the Ched that I am. That was very I could profound. Be that <laughs> I can make it pretty convincingly. Terrajux is going to consume all of the other Terrajuxes <laughs> and become stronger for it. There can only be one Storm Jesus, okay? It starts to get weird otherwise. A and what about Annabelle Lexum? Says Toady. Dude, keep the yeah. out of your mouth, Toady! <laughs> he opens his mouth and the words Annabelle Lexum come out and he hands Just them like, to you. I, covered in I, mud. Them, I throw them on the ground and I step on them. They don't break. <laughs> And then throw them into the <laughs> void. I think you're meant I, to I'm be together. Like on he blinks over and picks them up and like pushes them into your chest. No, he says, no, 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 no. It's already burning. You're going to have to learn to live with it. What does that mean? <laughs> Toady, all right. Let, while we're talking about the subdirectors, do you know any like, like ways to punch above your cosmic weight level? Because we get—I'll be honest—we get clowned by a lot of uh, real powerful jerks these days. We get and bodied. We get bodied a lot by people that are a couple rungs up on the ladder, if you understand what I mean. And I'm like. We gotta be able to level the playing field here, or we're just gonna keep getting pushed down at the playground. I'll I'll be honest, my friends. It's not going to be very much longer before you're at the top of the ladder. It doesn't feel that way. Okay, well, then, do you know who these other proxies are? Or who yes. the proxies are? Of who course. are they? I can't tell you that. Why not? Because it's part of your journey, he, he whispers. <laughs> Does the word journey come out of his mouth, too? No, but his lips because were pressed would... right up against your ear. That would cut me in <laughs> half. <laughs> it's part of your journey, and the word just but, cleaves me. Uh -huh. In this case, is it all about the journey and the destination? Mm. Cosmologically, yes. Yeah. Ooh, so cosmologically, are we going to reach our destination? <clears throat> that depends entirely on your own choices. Oh, I thought you were just going to say, of course. That's of course, because you guys have me. Well, because our destination is not necessarily known or unknown, and we're going to reach an end at I've some point. I've seen it. Here's the <laughs> secret. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've seen it? Yeah, we're all there. I don't like that. Here's... He lived to a ripe old age of like 28. <laughs> Here's the secret, my you. friend. So you're saying the hatchling blood doesn't save me from my own... My own... It actually my makes own... you what, do you, what do you see? It's what do you see for me, Desmond? Darkness. Your, your friends oh. make it impossible to, to read the future. Huh. How about that? I'm with you, Falrock. I don't want to know my future. I want to forge that path, you know? But uh, also, Toady, you know, if you're like... If you want to hand out, like, any cryptic hints or rumors or, like, a treasure map, I feel like we're kind of treading water right now, you know? We don't... This is a really big pizza that we've got to eat, and I just don't know how to start cutting into it. Yeah, well, throw I, this whole I would suggest... The most the efficient way to eat pizza is to not be banned for life from the continent's premier pizza oh, place. See what I'm saying? Low. I know! <laughs> Go back to the swimming metaphor and ask for a buoy. <laughs> I don't want a buoy. I want pizza. I want stonies. 
Where's the lighthouse, Toady? <clears throat> I will tell you this, though. Things are about to pick up. Your journey coming in? is about to become quite a bumpy one. Oh, yeah, it's been so smooth already. Hey. And my arm falls off. Hey, Toady. <laughs> Toady. Yes? Can you show me... Um... Can you show me really cool animals throughout the multiverse? <laughs> he pats you gently on top of your head and says, The animals you see are really cool. They're miracles of biology. Machines that function despite their failings. They rise up again and again and they live, Chet, and they breathe. Okay. And they are. What could Different be question. cooler than existence? Okay, Cool creatures I haven't already seen. Why would you want to do that? Because <laughs> new and novelty is the spice of life. No, 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 no. The spice of life is garlic. It's true. It's turmeric. <laughs> um, so that's a... You, you just... You refuse to show me? Okay. Just... Just show me some Chet, animals. You know, He's saying that the animals were inside you all along. Okay, so I'll just Yeah, okay. So I don't need to see it. I don't I'm not bound by Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Toady. He's a he Toady holds up a hand and he says, Okay, okay. I'll show you this really cool one that I saw <gasps> once on a, a plane far oh. from here. It's I I think fourth dimensional giraffe the pinnacle Chad, the pinnacle of yep. of life and form and function and he turns into a toad <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was a crab yeah i i did too the crabs are yes we'll get there that's a few billion years down the line do you have to change your name when you become a crab or to crabby no I, you you forget, my friends. Toady isn't my name. Toady is what you call me. I am a Toady. Ah, oh. you fucking Toady. <laughs> it turns back what, into a your, frog. What, so what is your name? Oh, I don't have one. We gave him a name, remember? Also, like a single syllable would take the life and death of the universe to pronounce, I'm sure. We So we gave you, so you do have a name. We gave you Toady. That you may have given it to me, but that doesn't mean I accept the gift. It's yours. <laughs> I don't want it. Wouldn't you believe it? <laughs> okay, Toadie. <laughs> kind of rude. Ah, uh, Toadie! <laughs> this guy! It's like the opposite of the Fae. You're like, take my name! Take it, damn you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness. Well, I, I think I have some advice to dispense to you if you're willing to listen which is that you should think very carefully about what the true church is trying to accomplish we need more information you have information what they're trying to like as if there are enemies or not or what are the goals of the true church? What are they doing? They won't tell us! You have a brain, Chad <laughs> Fleek! You are an intelligent individual! You are capable Semi. of firing neurons Semi. and forming cohesive thoughts! You overestimate my bird brain! <laughs> Alright, Tony. We're going to have a quick uh, boardroom meeting with us, yes. and you can be over there listening in, and you don't have to say anything, but it's just like, you know, if you want to get, like, hotter or colder or, like, float higher or lower, it, that's all your prerogative. Um, we did not influence you to do that. Ted right, jumps gang. into the air uh, to create a table, um, a table platform. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, I thought, like, Ched was becoming a table. <laughs> <laughs> His wild shape has become so advanced. Chad's like, oh, that thing that Toadie's doing? I can do that too. I just realized. <laughs> just and he turns into a table. Feathers. Yeah. There's like a my head is at one end. I'm the I'm at the head of the table. My head is. Ah, <laughs> ah. Well that's it. The Alchemist Club is over. Yeah. Yeah. But I am uh, when only when you sit down. <laughs> Alright, so 
let's let's think this over because you know it's been a, we've had some new developments what do we know about the true church we know that they are deep into the hatchling stuff we know that they get their orders from a mysterious council called the proxies which may or may not have direct divine influence but we know they have we been around just for a assume, while we should just assume for i think part of the discussion they they do get direct orders from the gods okay. and then we can yeah, alternate yeah we can deviate from that let's as... labor under that assumption yeah um do we joe um do we remember if we've seen any documentation or anything that would indicate to us when the true church was formed or when it came to uh this particular planet or plane or whatever you want to call or in some form for quite a long time is something that we learned Yes, I believe when you first like, met the Iconoclasts, they said they had records extending back... Um, almost to the hatching, right? Yes, like, shortly well, after the hatching. Okay, so that that was my question, is if they formed at the hatching or before it. Because if they formed at the hatching, I think the most obvious one, and maybe it's like so obvious that it can't be right, because that would be too easy, is they're preparing for the return of the hatchling. Tody well, remains stationary yeah. and does not change, perceivably. Uh-huh. Or... They are trying to learn everything they can about the properties of the hatchling material, its effects on people. Probably that includes countermeasures, because they've been able to neutralize us several times over. Do you think they're trying to make a second hatchling? I think they are... It, the gods got fucked up by the hatchling is my working theory like the gods were not able to help i think that's because the hatchling rose up into the heavens above and thrashed around and fucked their shit up like a giant space lobster so is that why the gods gods have the vault that they're trying to suck all the lesser gods energy to it might power them up for the rematch i think they might be getting ready for a grudge match or they might want to control the hatchling? Or, yeah, or it could be something a little more esoteric than just straight up beating it in a fight. Like, they might be trying to incorporate its power or something. But to me, at least, the the constant investigation of hatchling stuff, almost to the exclusion of all else. Like, we haven't really seen them researching the fey or, like, uh, elemental power or anything like that. The fact that they are so focused on the hatchling makes me think it's not just about a power grab. It's about preparing for a known threat that the gods have already lost against and know is a significant problem. What if it's what if it's us? What if they lose against us? And we replace them as the well, five. The other thing is that the gods weren't always the gods. Yes. Yeah. I mean that that's Which way pre hatching, but gods yeah, yeah, are but that is created. Gods are created yeah. or ascend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I I thought my running theory was that they have been manufacturing gods, so to speak, so that they can siphon their power away from them. I still think that's a valid theory. I still like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have other than the siphoning itself, the god farm. Yeah. Um. So we need more info on that because we haven't seen you'd think like if they were manufacturing gods continuously there would be, be more apotheoses or like well, maybe there'd be more evidence cracked, of people ascending. They haven't, well they haven't cracked the formula yet for, for I look over to Toady and I'm like are we getting anywhere here <laughs> Toady remains uh, as, he, as he always is which is to say inscrutable and doing something weird with physics yeah toady like if if we're supposed to find some sort of sympathy or understanding of the true church like i don't think that's what i'm not getting there i i look around at everyone like we're all still 100 percent down to like wipe out the true church right because they're bad yeah like desmond i am yep we'll we'll address the desmond problem when we get to it but well absolutely yes i yeah okay i i don't think we're trying to find like you know enemy of my enemy or anything with the true church like no i and 
I just doubt that's going to be the case. I don't think that there's we're going to have to join hands with them to fight the hatchling or something like that. I I think that they are the enemy. It does seem weird from like a biology standpoint for the hatchling to return here because it's like yeah. why would you come back to your egg? I guess well, have another egg. It's a breeding ground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or to eat egg. the shell. That's a both interesting points. Wouldn't it have eaten the shell upon its birth, though? Because that's Maybe. where it, you know would immediately get its new. Is this Toadie? Differently for... Is Toadie? No, that's to not Toadie. Toadie has remained silent and inscrutable through this whole okay. conversation. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, is that is Toadie you know... tangible right now? Yeah. Just yes, you can. Coins on him. I just start touching him. No, he's you. You left him, him behind. Remember, he he stayed away from you because you told oh, him to. Oh yes. I I told him he could listen in. I. I didn't mean to exclude him. I do you realize how far Toadie's senses extend? Now I feel bad. <laughs> I I try to move Toadie. He is as immovable as the universe. Uh pat pat. I I move the board meeting closer to Toadie. <laughs> I don't want him to be excluded. That's easier, yeah. Toadie if you ever want to come hang out on Teliferous, this is a standing invitation. Oh, I don't think I'd do well in a realm that has more defined physics. Yeah, yeah, if, like, if you could, like, bring some non-physic with you, or maybe, like, a like a backpack, we'd love to have you, you know? Or, like, if in a anything, bubble. If there's anything we can do to make our dimension more hospitable to your visit, let me know. Making your dimension more hospitable to me would make it considerably less hospitable to you. I don't know. I think we're doing okay out here right now. Because don't, I'm letting nope. you. Uh, yeah, there it is. Do you know how difficult it is to transport actual physical forms to the Astral Sea? I think we did it once before on accident. I yes, and I remain plane, impressed. Planner shifting, right? Yeah, I can't do that. I can't either. Yet. Yet. I think I think that's something that I will have access to. I forget. <clears throat> well, um, Tarjix Heiko has no understanding of uh, where his own powers will peak and plateau. So uh -huh. <laughs> I assume they're just all going to be lightning related. Of course. I'm thinking like, all right, Tony, hear me out. I'm thinking up a new spell. It's like, you know how I can shoot lightning? What if it was that, but out of both hands? Wouldn't what if it was like stick? a? What if I just held a lightning bolt in my hand, what? like a sword? What the... I, I... Chad, that's a way better idea. <laughs> More than anything, is the gods are the problem, but and, and you know, true church thinks they are in service to. Look, against the true church, yes, but don't the gods actually keep our world together? Do they? Yeah, technically. Did, in service what? to who? What do they do? In service to who? To them. Because they need worshippers to live, I assume. Isn't that how faith works? I don't know. I've never been part and of a what, church. And yeah. what, what good are they doing for, for anyone? They make water. I believe the gods maintain the boundaries of your continents and keep your planet from turning into little chunks that fly off into space after yep. being ground together many times. Not the anchor, mind you. The anchor, that's pure mortal ingenuity, but... It sure is. Huh. Yeah, so... Uh, well, I might yeah. have... Well, I know Desmond has some other experiences with the gods, but all my experiences with Whatever god, the god that chose me, I have no reason to believe that there's any benefit these gods have to us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, our existence, that's the benefit. Um, Existing is pretty good. I mean, so unless they, told, they, says Tody. they keep the bits of the continent together for this you know, greater unknown, maybe insidious purpose. So that they can in which use case, us to... we're just using them, and they're using <laughs> they're using us. And that doesn't make them good. That just makes them necessary. I point out at a random swirly cloud, and I say, "So is that like another plane?" It is a portal to another plane. Yes. What's that plane? That 
is one of the outer ah. planes. Oh. Okay. And I turn 180 degrees and I point and I go, what's that plane? A different outer plane. I, I'd like to see some inner planes. Uh, there You've got to look in your heart for that. Is a brief. <laughs> There's a brief moment of extreme nausea as all of the stars and nebulae around you are suddenly replaced by other stars and nebulae. I throw up what looks like a ball of cotton. <laughs> uh, it drifts ah! away into the astral sea, um, and he points to a bright red one and says, "That goes to the plane of fire." Hmm. Is there one a little Ooh. less hot? I mean, yeah, there's one for each of the four major elements. Okay, but, like, is there, like, a, like, one that's more livable? Earth, Earth probably. He points to a different and says, that goes to the plane of air. Okay, that's good for me. I, I guess what I'm saying here is, uh, everybody, I think we should have a contingency plan in place. Because a lot of what we are talking about kind of tends to veer back around to we have to kill the gods at some point. Otherwise, yeah. we're going to become slurped. Yeah. And I'm like, if we kill you the gods... You kill all of them but Aquila. Oh, yes, of course, Desmond. And then okay. I get everybody else. <laughs> um, but if that happens, Aquila alone, wink, won't be able to hold together the continent. So we probably want like a, you know... <laughs> A retirement plane. A retirement plane. <laughs> so, or somewhere that we can, you know, snowbird while the material plane collapses. The outer Purgatory? planes might be better suited to your purposes for that, says Toady. Won't we, like, go insane and be stretched out into spaghetti creatures and, like, turn purple? He manifests eyebrows so that he can raise one of them at you. That's, like... That's like the far realm, right? The outer planes. That's where. No, uh, no, 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 no. The outer Zanzibar. planes. The outer planes are arranged. He turns back into the the Great Wheel cosmology. Which listeners, if you're unfamiliar, Google D and D Great Wheel. Um, and highlights the ring of planes around the outer edge of the Great Wheel. Um. And he says, these are the planes where the gods used to live before they were removed uh, from... Do we get to know what they were removed by or why? Uh, by the current gods. You've had this conversation. Oh, have we? I okay. <laughs> cool. They were essentially the points of power for the previous gods before they were, you know, taken care of. And he exaggerates air quotes with that. Right. The Far Realm, uh, and he kind of pulses light through the entire Great Wheel, and it kind of coalesces as a mist outside of the outer ring of the outer planes. And he says, okay. the, the Far Realm exists outside the Great Wheel itself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more sense now. Okay. Um, yeah, we should shop around those at some point and see, like, if there's no gods out there and they're just kind of cruising, might be a nice place to uh, have a little summer retreat, eh? Might maybe bring along Jux, eh? My powers won't work out yeah. there. Well, yeah, but mine will. There are... There you go. Question. If we if we ever are going to take off and take on the the uh, gods, thinking what might help us is a uh, little bit of a prison break. Oh, interesting. Ah, like okay. uh, our friend uh, Ignis, yeah, Igni, whatever his name is, yeah, he was and a homie. some other people are probably are a little pissed off at the current gods. Um. Might might be able to, uh, you know, help us out a little bit. So the, maybe there's somebody who has escaped their capture in the outer planes, or 
We somewhere could else. No, yeah. I'm I'm saying we we probably have to break Just them out. Break but, them. Yeah, or and that could be a place to uh, get the take them until we are ready for whatever we do. Hide out in the shattered remnants of Mechanus. That sounds rad. Hmm. It's okay. a thought. Um, what Mechanus? I don't know. I just threw out a name. We can go <laughs> that to that was waffle one. leaking through the Terra Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that <laughs> yeah. that is me waffle the player being like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I was like, "God went through." There's a bunch of broken gears and askew clockwork. And don't you mean limbo Terra Jugs? It'd be really cool there. It'd be sick. Um, I'm looking at the wheel right now. And yeah, I've got the wheel pulled up, but in opposite. character, I've yeah. never looked at the wheel, so I'm going to hold off on that. Anyway, says Toadie, I you've, you've had a very good conversation. I did turn hotter and colder, as you suggested. I hope that was helpful. <laughs> no. Now, Joe, <laughs> I would have been able to. You were not. No, no, you no, would not. No, no, no. There is Convention. no wind here. There is oh. no wind in the astral sea. Damn it! <laughs> don't, don't, don't you sit there and tell me that you can sense temperature changes? No. I can sense the. I can hear. Toadie expanding and contracting. <laughs> Toadie doesn't expand or contract. Toadie is a fixed point. Oh, he's made of Invar. Uh, um, Thor Rock applauds Toadie. So, is this what you were hoping for us to learn coming here, Toadie? I think that you have all the the breadcrumbs you need to assemble a loaf. He says, that's a terrible metaphor. Ignore it. <laughs> Not usually how bread is made. <laughs> I Listen. <laughs> you try being an extra-dimensional construct. So if we eat the crumbs out, we'll come a loaf? <laughs> oh. So, think carefully. Think carefully about the true church and what they're doing and why they want to do it. And what the and motivations I... the gods might have for the directions that they give, if indeed they are giving the directions. Okay. But now, I'm afraid our time, such as I am bound to its constraints, is up. Uh, we had to temporarily remove you from the universe to make a few minor alterations, but now we will return it. You what? two, the places where you were... Uh, with alterations. as much accuracy as we can provide. It's been lovely chatting. Have a nice however much time is left, and maybe I'll see you here again in another few years. Uh, and he turns into a giant hand that waves goodbye, and you are back on the bridge of the Teliferous, approximately... It's only been eight months! Approximately three feet to the left of where you were standing previously. I run into a... Cody! Uh, and I know you're watching. As you uh, readjust to uh, the prime material, Terrajux, you feel your uh, Hopstonopolis uh, slicer pager buzz. And uh, when you pull it out to look at it, it contains a set of coordinates. And I... I lower it and I look up slowly as the screen letterboxes in and I say, things are beginning to heat up. And that's where we're going to stop. So, uh, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for another D&D adventure, our 200th for this particular campaign, which is saying something. Um... Yeah, thanks for thanks for being here with us. Thanks for listening. Uh those of you that still are. I'm hopefully uh things will things are going to start going a little faster, I suspect than they have been previously. Um we are moving into the the final chapters of the Alchemist Club, I suspect. Um yeah. Huh? Yeah. This is very exciting. I've never had a campaign actually like get this far into the story that I had 
I had started plotting out. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, oh, uh, before we get into the outro stuff, y'all are leveling up. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to forget that because I usually do. Um, so yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcast hosting platform of your choice. Uh, Matthew, our socials? You can find us at thealchemist underscore club on Twitter and at thealchemistclub on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers were? Daniel playing Ched Fleek. Will Fox cancel this before next season? We'll find out. Okay, <laughs> Hall play Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. Waffle playing Tarajux for 200 episodes. Thank you again, listeners. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. I I don't know why, but you <laughs> you make it possible for us to come here every day and not spend any money to make this. Every day. Remember, <laughs> we are in the red. We are always losing money on the Alchemist Club, but it's worth it because of you, listener. Yes, you specifically. Not those other listeners. You. Thank you. Thanks for joining us.